everybody. Welcome to uh, yep. season four of It's the Kid Michael Show. We're back and weekly, right? That's what we said. Uh, we should probably stick to that. Yeah, we, we, I mean, I, I don't have a job right now. I, I quit my job in between seasons, yeah, we'll I guess. So, so I'll probably have time uh, to do that. I don't know if Kevin will have time, but um, yeah. Kevin's here. Steven's here from Planet Shuck Puck. I'm all unemployed. Um, it's great. Why is Steven here? Well, uh, the last... If you paid attention to the finale of last season, um, we, you know, <laughs> had that... Uh, like, part one was on this show, and then part two was on Planet Shuck Puck. Um, and there was a... Uh, Steven, I just played... Uh, what was the name of that game? High on Life? I'm coming in through okay, right? All right, I just hope. Yep. I hope it's yeah. recording me because I, I keep seeing it flatline. Um, yeah, yep. you are. You're good. We can hear you. So anyway, Stephen had some not nice stuff to say about it, and um, I I was trying to be very forgiving and sugarcoaty, and then some stuff has come out since then. Um, and like here's the thing, generally speaking, <laughs> um. If so, if something comes out about someone, and your reaction is "this is great because I didn't like them," that's not always the best reaction. But when Steven does it, it's funny. So I I wanted um, <laughs> Steven. So I haven't listened to the new episode of Planet Shuck Puck yet, just because it like when it dropped, I was listening to a Nintendo Direct. Um, so. I don't know what went on in that episode yet, but since then, this article has come out from The Hollywood Reporter that's like the big expose on Justin Roiland. Um, so, you guys have both read at least the beginning of it. I have it pulled up right here. Steven, let's give you the floor for a sec. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the victory lap. I so, you, I don't think you understand so you like how you didn't like how happy I am that this shit has happened to this man. Mm-hmm. I hated it. I thought it was the yeah. worst game I've one of the um, worst games I've ever played, and I've played a lot of bad games. Wow, I'm really just really taking me a minute to get back into podcast mode. Uh, so yeah, you, you didn't like the game, and then uh, you said some very hurtful things about Royland on your show. Some of which was edited out. Yeah, I, I had to edit some things out, but uh, long story short, I I really dislike mm-hmm. uh, Justin Roiland's um, Reddit-based sense of humor, and I'm very happy that this man has his career has nosedived. You know what though? That is the there best is a part of this of that like humor that I've ever heard. I'm sure it makes you feel great, Stephen. But there's a part of it that I think works in his favor. Um, in your in not in terms of his general life, obviously he's fucking destroyed it beyond repair. Like, but how? I mean, in the terms of the argument that Justin Roiland is the reason. Oh, okay. I was really um, worried. High on life second. sucked uh, because it seems this article that most of his creative endeavors ha- he has minimal impact on. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. weird. They they say, like, he'll come in, he'll do the first, like, for Rick and Morty, it was the first season. I don't remember what they said about High on Life. I don't think they did. But yeah. he'll come so in, honestly, and then he'll just dip um, and not show really up for the rest of it. Who I follow, who's in the Rick and Morty's writer's room, 
uh, who said like it's a uh, big day for people who don't know how television works. Um, which is like uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean because they, they I don't think I've ever seen him. Well, he, he did write one episode, but I've never really seen Royland credited as a writer on Rick and Morty, and I think a lot of people think that because he's the creator of Rick and Morty, that makes him a writer. So but, I. I uh, think the cable. episodes that he writes oh, are people the like ones them, where, like, but the, the, uh, the whole thing about the, the ones that people just don't like, yeah. No script, it's improv. So most of it, most of it, he doesn't have to write. Um, well, I, I guess if people like it. Uh, so. Unfunny as Yeah, I mean. Wow, it's been, what has it been, like, three months since it's the Kid Michael show? Sorry, I'm just really, like, I thought this would come back to me. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm, this is the washed up arc. He's out of it. I know. I don't know. You're hearing it, right? Like I'm a month and I'm a half, like dude. Losing you're the rhythm. Recorded last in December. Yeah, yeah we recorded is, right before Christmas. This is yeah, like late Presley, yeah, yeah. except uh, you're struggling out here. You want me to take over? Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's look at this article. This is an article let's by go. Lacey Rose and Katie Kilkenny. I didn't know two people could write one article. Um. It, it usually yeah, helps yeah. or it doesn't. I, I mean, it's just okay. usually help. <laughs> so, for, by the way, um, yeah, I keep helps, seeing people you can talk have about two this show like that they're crediting Royland with Koala Man. I have not heard a single person talk about this show. I just I just keep seeing articles about yeah. it. That tracks. I did not know it existed. <laughs> I think Wayne has brought it up once. <laughs> well, that makes but, sense. like, I don't... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I don't really listen too much um, about anything so that comes to Royland. Among I mean, the bombshells here... Um, so it didn't surprise me that he didn't write a lot of the episodes, per se. Like, I didn't think he was doing dialogue or anything like that. What surprises me a little bit is just, mm-hmm. like, um, there's a, there's a thing here about him going to Toys R Us every morning. Did you get to that part, Steven? Uh, let me find the exact quote. No, I didn't. I could go ahead and tell uh, me. I want to hear that. It sounds good. Community. Oh, yeah, so season two, they got community writers in, and all of a sudden, all the Royland writers felt like they were being forced off the show. Um, and then he got obsessed with VR, and he was like, wouldn't it be amazing if we could do, do the show in VR and never be near each other? <laughs> Implying he didn't want to come to work. Um, okay, mm-hmm. here it is. Yeah, according to another source... Show source. I, I think I see he the was easily distracted now, yeah. too. The writers would regularly walk over to a Toys R Us where they would buy action figures or Nerf guns, and and quote, then he would play with them for the rest of the day, and we wouldn't get any work done. End quote. Other show sources say he derail pitches and interrupt with sophomoric non sequiturs, like quote, "What if his brains were on the outside?" It reached a point where multiple sources say it was easier when Royland wasn't in the room. <laughs> <laughs> sure can i bring up something that i have like a little bit of a problem with this article mm-hmm. i mentioned to you before that i thought it was too long but i feel like they bury the lead in the and it's weird because they do it in the first like three paragraphs he said some really disgusting things yeah. to people and the rest of it was like he was well, kind of hard to work it, it, with it's a, and not sorry. that funny it just seems like a weird dichotomy to go from Oh, I was going to say it's weird to go from he's facing two felony charges and has sexually harassed multiple women but to like I think it's he was a clear kind of an ADHD so, having nerd. Like, like I think because this is a two-purpose article. One is to keep uh, 
keep him down while or keep hitting him while he's down. And then the second half is to make sure people still watch Rick and Morty. You know what I mean? Or it's it's just it, part of this article is all like these people involved yeah. in Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites and whatever the fuck Koala Man is, um, as being like, uh, like don't mm-hmm. be just uh, don't feel like you can't watch this anymore because he's gone, or because he was in it because he didn't do anything anyway. Um, I so here, there's also like, um. Ballsy too. I, I know a lot of people were talking about like you can't replace Justin Roiland um, as a voice actor, and I've, I understand there's like uh, there's ethical concerns like when they when they tried to replace Bender in the, in the Futurama reboot that I think is happening at Hulu or something. People were like, you can't just get a sound alike because you don't want to pay him as much, and it's like mm-hmm. that's true, but it, I think it, that can be true, and it can also be true that this is a good time to find a sound alike. It's just, yeah. Yeah, and like this is one of those times where, yeah, it's good to get rid of him and replace him with somebody else because Justin Roiland has done some pretty heinous shit. All the voices he's done. It's like, do you guys remember? I'm sure there's people guy, on their uh, staff the that could do a pretty good Rick and Morty impression. Yeah. Uh, people don't like that I'm a white man voicing a black character. And then they just found a black man who would voice what a uh-huh. white man sounds like voicing a black character. Like, it's just an impression of the white guy. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This isn't James Earl Jones mm-hmm. here, man. Like he, you just need someone who can stutter and sound alcoholic. Yeah, honestly, that's yeah. pretty much it. I also there was a they or sound part very of the article where they're talking about yeah. gross shit he would bring up. Let me see if I can find it because they mentioned incest as one of the things he was into in the article. Or something like that, and that, it's funny because it's like something that's always attributed. Oh come on, man! Because that became so prevalent in the show when they're saying he wasn't involved. Um, I mean, also, I'm I'm a big proponent of like uh, putting something in a show does not mean you endorse it. I think that's a really stupid way to think. What were you saying? Oh shit! I'm I'm reading a part of it, and so like back in 2011, appearing on a podcast, he joked yeah, that he'd I be attracted to a fucking 14 year old that looks like she's 18 yeah. and has big titties. And oh my god, dude! God. Michael, this reminds me that wasn't that an episode yeah, of Community where they did like show. an incest storyline and they brought a fake guy yeah. on at the end? Was it? Yeah, I know. No, I know. It just that reminds me of that <laughs> very much. So. In the same breath, it's, it's giving, says, I'm but I'm not a, a rapper, though. dude. Oh my god, <laughs> people use that like it's a get out of jail free card. Yeah, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> yeah, I dude. also read that they they gave oh, the uh, oh yeah, and then he says the whole time he's talking about like to catch a predator is bullshit. I think right, that's the context of that. Um, but the part that like mm. made me kind of angry. Yeah. I don't know why, because I really don't have a horse in this. I mean, obviously the the parts where he did horrible things to women make me angry as well but um this is the part where he's t- where they talk about like how he would have like kanye and elon musk over at, at um adult swim and just the idea of like this guy doing nothing on a show and then making it seem like he does do something to impress kanye west and elon musk you know what i mean um but yeah it's i don't do we dude. do we see a comeback what were, what was 
No, well, I, just I didn't see that no. at the show where you got the where they got the fresh Steven reactions. But what was like, like what were you doing when you heard about this? By the way, yeah. When I heard when, when, when I first heard about this, I I don't I think I was at work and then like Wayne told me and I had to like leave the office. Did you do one of those? Did you, did you jump like, up and really click your fucking heels? happy? <laughs> and I'm like the holiday. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> My cartoon gang, dude. And like, dude, I was like, yeah. dude, like, I, I've never taken a W so hard, like, so large, like this before, and it makes me feel great because I, I kind of. <laughs> you think you managed? I'm the reason why this happened, bro. I'm the reason why Justin <laughs> Rollins' career is ruined. I, I prayed for this. I prayed for this. You you took eight hours away from my life and I've ruined yours. I win. Is this my win? Yeah. Steve, what if they use what if, the what if they theory? use you as like a way of oh, I am. him? Oh, buddy. Scott admitting that he orchestrated this entire thing through prayer, through the power of prayer. It's just like <laughs> is, is that a legal defense? Can someone look that up for us? <laughs> Like listening to to that episode uh, where you talked about how much you hated so uh, not solar opposites um high on life and he just like he just like left high the on room high on and like Justin where are you going and he's like I need to make this right <laughs> and then he did he he somehow <laughs> put this all into effect <laughs> retroactively um. I just think it's wild that like all this is coming out at once. Like, why well, things like that happen? Like when something bad happens to somebody, everything comes out at once. Ooh, I actually know why. Mm-hmm. Psychologically, it's a lot easier to be uh, mm-hmm. one voice in multiple than it is to be one voice in a sea of nothing. Which is why, mm-hmm. generally speaking, when one person uh, has the, I guess bravery is the only word I can think of to come up and say like he did this to me. Uh, you know why more I, people I, I will be like, "Oh, he did that to me too." That is because it is the it is, it is gotcha, my exact gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, reaction to someone talking shit about someone I don't like. It's like the same. Like, like if so, if the minute someone's like, "We all hate this guy," right? Yeah. I'm like, "Oh fuck yes!" So it makes sense to me. It's it, it's like hey, a, I'm. I'm... Go on. I'm sorry, oh, I was gonna say it's like a a side thing of the bystander effect, where they tell you if you're ever in like an emergency situation, don't just say yeah. someone call the police. Point at someone and be like, "You in the red shirt, call the cops." I guess to... I don't get it because I'm typically the 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 one to say I don't like said thing or said person. Yes. So like I, I just don't notice it from like the I'm waiting to say some shit. You should just go on Twitter and a, pick a, a random celebrity and be like, hey, I fucking hate this guy. And um. just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, if I yeah. was bigger on uh, Twitter, you guys maybe. think You think Rick and Morty is going to change in like any tangible way at this point? <sighs> he, not even him. No. Like, no, he, because, because he's the, Dan Harmon mainly doing the, the head story of the writer's now? room. So his job is to kind of keep everyone oh, wow. on task. Like, um, he's... He's guiding the conversation in terms of breaking the story. Mm-hmm. He's not doing... Uh, I mean, he writes some episodes, I think, but he's not doing the bulk of the actual writing. Like, the individual writers write different episodes, which is just how TV works. Uh, you have different people mm-hmm. writing different episodes. Um, 
Right, right, right. But yeah, I I don't know. I I mean, I could still see it kind of affecting it in like um in like a sense that like if if you know that this kind of thing comes out about your show, uh, you might feel more self conscious about the psychoanalyzation of everything you write. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the, if, if yeah, the you're definitely going to avoid certain back. topics. Like, um, I I would I wouldn't be surprised if Good. the, the show's entire. Please. There's a part in the article where they talk about like um, where Dan Harmon says something about like the allure of Justin Roiland is like doing things wrong, or at least it was in the beginning. Let me see if we can find that quote. Yeah, no, I, oh, yeah. I, 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 I feel kind of bad for him because that quote is from way before this stuff came harm. out, right? I, uh, um, oh no, 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 okay, no! Quote: I could, I could probably steal their money and write something for them. They may even put it on the air. Harmon said in a 2014 interview about Rick and Morty's origin, but quote: It's not going to make people happy uh, the way it is if Justin Roiland is involved. That's what's for sale over here. It's doing the wrong. It's doing things wrong on purpose. It's punk rock, and so I called Justin immediately. Um, cause if you don't know, uh, the, the whole, uh, thing with like the origin of Rick and Morty, it was Justin Roiland's idea, but the whole reason it ever happened was because I think Dan Harmon had just gotten fired from community and adult swim was like, would you do a show for us? And he was like, I have no idea what I would do. And then he went to Justin Roiland mm-hmm. and he's like, what do you got? And then that's where they moved forward with it. Um, I forgot where I was yeah. going with this. Oh yeah. So I, I think, I think that philosophy it. of like, we need, like, I think it's going to be a little less punk. It's going to be a little more tame. It's going to probably try to, uh, which kind of sucks, but, um, yeah. It, it might, I mean, it, it might die down for like a little while. They'll probably they could, kick it back up and so like things to settle down a bit. In the sense that they're like, now we have to show people just how irrelevant Justin Roiland was to the production of this show. Um, by the way, uh, mm. the guy in that clip where he's talking about like yeah, who knows, uh, who knows? underage girls is also on Rick and Morty. I just recognize the voice. I don't know. like he, he usually plays side characters, but he's like in every episode. So when I heard that, I was like, I haven't I don't know what's happening to that guy, but mm. that was I'm sure he's also not coming back. What's crazy, though, too, is how connected like there's a lot of people I love that <laughs> I sure have no idea about this or had no idea about this. Um, who unfortunately have an association just because they, they worked with him closely in, in recent years. So like, I'm thinking like, uh, the smiling friends guys, you know, cause, um, Zach was in high on life and that guy, Joel Haver that did the donkey, the, 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 the lanky Kong reacts right. video. He fucking Justin Roiland was in one of his videos. He did, mm-hmm. um, I'm probably not doing them any favors bringing all this up, by the way. Uh, and then he did, like, Justin Roiland. Like, Justin Roiland had, like, a Halloween special, right? Where he had different animators do different things, and he did one of them. So, yeah, it, it sucks that it feels like um, some people yeah. are going to have to lay low for a little bit by association. Like, I, I obviously don't think anyone on Smiling Friends had any idea what the fuck Justin Roiland was doing. Um, a lot of people... Yeah. Yeah, right. especially um, or if I'm they sure did, they thought it was a was bark, doing. no bite thing. You know what I mean? Like, you say stupid, inappropriate, and reprehensible shit mm-hmm. in a writer's room, 
but that's where it ends. Like, I don't think you then assume that they're doing shit elsewhere. Yeah, not to mention cringy, that, like, the whole core of any high of this coming humor out that is ended the fact being, that he's on trial you know. for, like, domestic abuse. And, by, by the way, I, I'm pretty sure uh, one of the, uh, the right. what, yeah. what do you call it? Not accusations. Um, charges. One of the charges is, uh, like, unlawful um, imprisonment. Yeah. So what the fuck does that mean? What did, what did he kidnap someone? Yeah, that's really fucking scary. It means he kept someone in a place they did not want to be via intimidation or threats of harm, I believe. No, 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 no. That, that is something different. I don't know what that is. He he told <laughs> someone, like, if you try to leave, I'll kick your ass. <laughs> isn't that... I'm, I I don't want to, like, start a problem or anything, if uh, this will start a problem. Ezra isn't Miller, that what Ezra Miller did? But never mind. I don't remembering that differently. I think he was just I, I, like, I know... Yeah, and it's a can of worms. <laughs> it's there was so a conversation much. for another day. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, it's, it's like at the, at the yeah, end yeah. of the yeah, <laughs> at the end of the show. Where That'll be your next uh, episode, Stephen. Like, where, where it's like referencing like the, the the adventures in the future. It's like, but that's a tale for another day. <laughs> um. No, I don't. Think I ever <laughs> That'll be next. I, episode. We, we got to cover DC too. We could probably do that this episode, but. Um, really don't want to. Really anyway, um, it is it so is amazing. Uh, just the resilience of like, uh, how do I put this? Just like the the stops that a that a company will pull, and I'm not I'm not insinuating that they made this article happen. Uh, but I, the stops a, a company will pull to ensure that something that is making them money does not go anywhere. You know what I mean? Like you got to imagine, the minute any of this came out, yeah. mm-hmm. someone at Dis- uh, at Warner Brothers Discovery was like, "How the fuck do we save Rick and Morty?" Like, mm-hmm. this is like our one thing right now. We we cannot <laughs> which, lose which, this. Which I I don't fault Rick and Morty because like, it, which by the way, his I name is so tied to that Ezra show. It, it's that Warner it Brothers has, has the trifecta of how the fuck do we handle this properties right now? Mm-hmm. It has it has the Wizarding World because like <laughs> no True. one will show about Jake oh and yeah. then it has Ezra Miller on the DC side, and then it has and on the and on the Harry Potter side because they were in those movies, and then Johnny Depp was in those movies, and then um. It has the Rick and Morty shit, and then the Snyder shit. It's like they—they're so fucking unlucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not something you can't predict. This stuff, and if you assume someone who's yeah. weird is going to be evil, they, you'd never make any form of they, entertainment. They're really fucking. Uh, it's swing and miss right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> Discover must be loving this. Yeah, it's <laughs> I I, I don't in, like, envy anyone who community. has to work. The house was on fire. Discovery right now, uh, and then oh, they had that fucking thing where um, Christopher Nolan left the company. <laughs> I forget what happened with it, but they had beef with Christopher Nolan, and they were like the exclusive um, pr- uh, distributors. That's the word. Uh, the exclusive distributors of Nolan content. And now it's Universal. Yeah, because um, it because they put Tenet on HBO Max, Ooh, and he was like, "What the wow. fuck is your problem?" And then he left. 
Because the I think they kind of undermined his whole thing with Tenet, which was that he was Jesus. trying to use it to bring people back to the theaters. I don't know that that would have worked regardless. Um, actually, I probably shouldn't say that. Whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I don't like who can say if that would have worked regardless because it's, you know, uh, it, it, we don't know because they put it on HBO Max anyway. That's the same reason they they lost uh, the fucking um, Legendary, right. the guys that do the Godzilla stuff. They don't work with the, um, they still have the Godzilla stuff with Warner Brothers, but everything else they've cut ties. Because Warner Brothers put Dune and Godzilla vs. Kong on HBO Max, and they didn't give them an option. Like, there was no negotiation. Wow. Yeah. So they're really... Yeah, no, they're really fucking up over there. Apparently, though, Disney is, too. Because you were were telling me... I didn't hear anything about the Disney shit, about them hemorrhaging money, until you messaged me about the ESPN thing. And I was like... Oh, I don't think they'd ever sell ESPN. And then I went oh. online and they're like, Disney says it's considering selling Hulu. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I, I think that Disney Plus. I don't think they like should that sell Hulu. Bundle I think thing they has worked out Hulu in their favor at all. Put the content on Disney Plus because Hulu, no matter who, because first of all, who would want to yeah. buy Hulu? Because it, um, the problem that, that Disney is having with Hulu is that it's redundant, right? Because, oh. They already have a streaming service. To have another one, whether they try to or not, means that they're competing against themselves in a market that is damaging both products. And anyone who's, who bought Hulu, except like, I don't know, Sony, right. would have the right. same problem. Because uh, the, the person who owns the minority stake, or the person, the company, wow, capitalism is destroying my brain. The company that, that uh, owns the minority stake in Hulu is NBC Universal. So if they tried to make an offer to buy the rest of it, they just they would have Hulu and Peacock. Um, so it's like no one. Why would anyone yep. want Hulu? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> why would anyone want ESPN? Like, like they. Okay. You know more about sports than Hulu than is, I do. I, I don't know. I, I Hulu is considered part of me thinks, and I, I like said this majors. to you before, like when we were texting. Yeah. Just like, well, uh, do you know when when did ESPN come out? It was like probably early days of cable, right? Early nineties. So like back then, it it, it didn't seem early unreasonable 90s, to call yourself the sports network and get enough of a, a monopoly on sports content that like you could earn that name, right? Uh, um, the issue isn't that ESPN isn't like the still the world leader in sports, quote unquote. The issue mm-hmm. is they keep making, they keep coming in second, essentially. Yeah, like that's they're my losing point. It's coverage just that it's becoming more competitive of, between the like streaming services baseball, to get basketball, sports content. And so, selling yourself as yeah. I am the sports network, and it's like, how are you a sports network if there's if there's so many asterisks, right? Am I? Am, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you're you're totally right, and the other issue is for any of them, right? We're really yet to see if buying all of these sports rights is worth it. I, I mm-hmm. yeah, I, ESPN bought the rights to the NHL last year and immediately fumbled uh-huh. the bag because of stupid contract and local broadcast regulations and stuff. And I think the last time I saw the tweet was on average every NHL game this year has lost a hundred and something thousand. You know viewers. what I? You know what I think. For a sport um, that's not that popular, that's a lot. That, technically <laughs> mm-hmm. speaking, right. numbers what? will technically go up with these deals for the streaming services, right? But 
the sports teams and the leagues are going to want out of the deals because yeah. even though technically your increased viewership on let's say Apple TV plus for having one Yankee game on the network Yankee viewership is down entirely because there's so many people like I can't fucking buy all of these just to watch individual Yankee games so they just stop watching Yankee games or they choose which exactly. ones they're going to watch it's re- I call it the my dad um what is it called oh damn my dad won't buy streaming services to watch sports unless you can watch everything on it right for the average person i'd say over the age of 45 they're not interested in all of this individual chopping up of stuff they just don't care well they care but they don't care enough to look into new technologies and stuff i'm not buying peacock to watch a show that I really like, what let alone three really football games a year streaming. or whatever it is. Like I've, I've been thinking about it and like, I it's don't so have annoying for it, but if I did, I would do it in a heartbeat because, okay, so you've both been to my house and you know that my stepdad, Mike has like a trillion DVDs and Blu-rays. Yes. Uh, I, so I, I'm usually talking about how I wouldn't build a PC and I guess I wouldn't build mm-hmm. a gaming mm-hmm. PC, but I would build a PC to create a media server, like to just upload the entirety of the physical media I have in this house into just like my own streaming service, which is legal, right? Because I, I still own all the DVDs. Yeah. So, do, do you like? Yeah, I would yeah. never. I could unsubscribe to people. so much shit. Because then, at that point, the only real appeal of any streaming service would be original content, and then I could at least like uh, renew and cancel instead of just renewing. Is that is that more cost effective? Actually, I don't really know. But, um, yeah, I, I want to do that so I, bad. I want to make a home media server. You could probably do that with games, too, right? Because um, I have a lot of physical games. Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. There's somebody in our yeah. Discord um, that could probably tell you how to do but that. J- just like, and, and this them. is all rooted in but, the fact that I yeah. desperately want a home theater one day like that's like my whole reason to want to be successful in any venture is because i want to have a home theater and for everyone to leave me the fuck alone um (laughs) and so uh like i just want to build that library now (laughs) no one cares about this i don't know why i'm talking about this i I i'm just like um uh that's what what i really want to do these days i mean it would also be great like um assuming i get a better router here soon which i think is going to happen because i've finally brought it up to my parents i was like you know we're supposed to replace the router every five years and they're like oh shit um so if i got a better router and i could stream things better if i had a whole media server i could i would have like it would be so easy to stream movies right if i had everything on one thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah that'd be yeah that'd be great that's what my uncle does. The he only, has a, the only a thing that bothers me, and I have to do more research to the rest uh, of the technology I, I'm, I'm in his house. Kind of talking out my ass, but like it seems like the, the the app people use for media servers is called Plex. Um, and it like it, it, the it, it's kind of like an interface, basically. Like you put all the content I've heard of it. through Never Plex, and Plex puts it onto your TV in a more presentable way. Like you can see like titles and st- like it organizes it in a way that like you're not just looking at a th- bunch of code, I guess, or a bunch of files. Uh, but that seems to have a monthly fee. Yeah. Yeah, because then I'm like, what? But then I, I, yeah, I'm you're back to out paying of my uh, realm yeah, of expertise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Nothing's yeah, free anymore, On that anymore, note, let's Michael. take a quick break, and then we'll come right back. Unless you know how to do it yourself. And we're back. And, uh, Kevin, is it um, – it's Super Bowl Sunday, right? Is it on right now? Um, considering Why did Friday. you say something, Steve? <laughs> did no. you not think about how that was <laughs> – I said it. And oh, why didn't you? Why it's Super, you Super Bowl Sunday? Him. Super Bowl. No, I said I said the Super Bowl is Sunday. You I said up. I told you the Super Bowl is Sunday. You set me up because you knew I was what? making a mistake and you didn't say anything. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> I thought you realized you made the mistake. The only reason. The only reason. I'm sorry. I, I, I expect my friends today, to be smarter than a bag of rocks. Like, okay, I guess it's today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no. No, it is not. No, it's not it's not Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday when we're recording. Good way to start the second half or whatever that's worth to anyone listening. Fuck, I forgot to take down the time that we took the break. Uh No, it's Super Bowl Friday. 32. I don't know where the fuck the the recording just paused. Something. Um we'll figure it out in post. I No, but it was recording until like a second we'll ago. We'll right? figure it out in post. Yeah, no, yeah, it was I exactly when anything. you it's said I didn't write down whatever. I think that's when it stopped recording. Uh, so yeah, a little no, bit of behind um, the curtain stuff for you guys at home. Uh, Michael's computer is exploding. I just need to take it to a ma- an Apple store. Because no, there's people. There are people who are like, "Oh, I use my I 2017 iMac." I have been telling this man. Well, what do you, what am I doing to my Mac that yeah, is? Well, maybe they that is, take care of their things and you don't. I don't watch porn on my Mac. I don't know what you do or watch yeah, on bro. your Mac. Who watches porn on a desktop? Bro. Is that just how, me? Like, how you guys, much, do you guys actually how much watch illegal porn on Russian a media have you downloaded? Yeah. I watch it on bro, my phone, my but here's the thing: I'm I not you. I don't know what you do in your private time. You know? Yeah, man. Okay, so, and your door got a lock. I've seen it. What? I have been like half naked oh, yeah, in yeah, that yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on camera, to be clear. Remember um, when I filmed for you? I had to change my, pants. My room and stuff? does have a lock. Yeah, but I, I've lost the key, so it doesn't really mean anything. That I know. Um, it, well, you can't close it either. It's a really good lock. You can't open it. No. No. It's it's no. This is one side might have like a twist. It's just a keyhole that you. Uh... And the the key looks like a fucking cartoon character. Or a cartoon key, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I love those. I mean, living in an old house is great. You'll like be removing floorboards or something, and you'll um, find a key to anyway, a door that hasn't been, been there in a hundred uh, years since season three. Well, I, honest to God, not much. <laughs> it's uh, as a sports fan, it's like the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, I'm not using the basketball, but you got basketball, football, hockey, all going, and uh, when is winding down. Back? So, I've been watching a lot of sports. Damn, complaining. I don't know. I don't care. You know, like sometimes, sometimes spring. You I should, think. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think. No, I don't know. You watch some Nintendo? I don't even know when Kevin? spring training starts anymore. Uh, I mm. kind of did. Uh, I was at the gym with Tom while it was happening, cool. actually. Oh, yeah. I mean... I mean... Um, did you play the first just talk one? about Breath of the Wild 2? Oh. Um, yeah. I love that I game. bought a Switch to play the I first one. I love that game. Uh, and really, 
really uh yeah it's really good a weird amount of nuts and bolts vibes from the tears of the kingdom trailer <laughs> okay i, I man, heard a good argument though i'm nervous that nintendo trailer made me nervous or some other uh, nintendo related youtube channel that was saying like i'm not nervous about the nuts and bolts comparison because nuts and bolts flaw was not in the creation of vehicles it was in the utilization of vehicles Oh, I don't care about that. I'm nervous because that trailer didn't what do you, anything what, what do you, to what do you see as the make me think the that they fixed some of the flaws with Breath of the Wild. I think it's me and everyone else, the lack of actual dungeons and enemy diversity. And they, in this episode, in but this showed trailer, us the showed us one. There's no flying like three of the same enemies we've seen already. They showed, in the trailer, I've yeah. seen, in the trailer, there's like, three or four new enemies but that dungeon thing i i agree with you dude i'm because the only dungeons the only real dungeons in breath of the wild no, I, the, I, I, the beasts and yeah now, i'm sure we, we're gonna do, do the beast again well, i guess i shouldn't say i'm sure but no, I'm there's gonna sure be something like... i'd hope it's... like this, okay i'm not buying this game day one i've i i uh, you... After okay. uh, also with the $7 price tag, you got to wow me. If you do the math with like inflation, uh, they've, they've already been working at a loss for a while with the price tag of video games. So I, I can't fully fault them for going to 70. So if well, I, if I knew this whole inflation thing was like, if we were going to be talking about this, cause I, I recently started looking up things about this whole inflation thing, like being not, really that effective for video games yeah like it, it, i would i would have done way more like research into this to have actual comp uh conversation about it but like i'm hearing the whole se- the whole like blaming inflation for the 70 dollar price increase i'm hearing that's not that's not a valid argument like at all the only arguments that are even semi-valid are microsoft and sony saying okay. that you know games i guess on then, our systems Steven, take my a point long and very expensive um, time to actually develop. when i say it's mm-hmm. like i'm okay with the 70 dollar thing it's not because i'm saying they need the extra money it's because i'm saying that mathematically it's not more than what we've paid in the past I don't know, yeah. man. Because okay, so like, because it's been like sixty dollars for games for the past thirty years, right? Games used to come with like, first off, games used to come one complete, two a whole like art book and everything and all this stuff that you get. But now some people are buying like digital Wait, copies of these games. They're, not, they're, they're just getting the game, and you're still charging me seventy dollars for this shit. Yeah, so I'm just like, like me, I I, I don't care for physical games like at all. I if it's a game I don't really care too much too too much about, I'm gonna buy it digital. So Breath of the Wild, I'm gonna buy it digital. I, I oh, I would buy it digital, but uh, seventy dollars is not the price I want to pay for that, dude. Now I have to get a completely <laughs> uh, legal copy. I'm getting a legal copy from Game Frop. Um, Game The power to the flares. Uh, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, I would be okay with them doing seventy and then bringing manuals back. That, that 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 would be my offer, my counter offer to all the big companies. Uh, I'll pay seventy if you want to do. Like, yeah, give us a manual or an art book. Like, and if you don't want to do a manual, could give us like a little art book in there, you know? Um. Mm-hmm. What do yeah. you guys think about fucking uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance now being on Switch? 
I do not care. Yeah. Okay. So like, this uh, is the third the time we've done that this. I, that comforts me about like because you, you're alluding to the fact that we had the virtual console on the Wii and then we started over on the Wii U and then we started over on the Switch. But it really feels like part of the reason Switch started over and used the model mm. of streaming and subscription is because they want to not start over next time. No, I, I really, I honestly, I could, I would put money down this on, is the, Nintendo. on the they idea that like, when we get to the next, next system, time. Nintendo Switch Online will simply change its name to the Nintendo Online or something, and those those services will be on the next system. Yeah, good luck. Uh, every single game they're putting yeah. on the Switch for you to pay but, actual money for can be uh, emulated by your phone. Yeah, but you and can't guarantee- have online functionality. Where's the GameCube? Well, they, they, they still want to release GameCube games. I mean, not not you know. Like I'm talking about for Prime. the Switch on the Switch. I oh, feel like yeah. I feel like that's a good that's a good barrier to set though. That like yeah. uh, that like games uh, are are fair game to bring back like um, on a streaming service up until GameCube, and then we can charge you as like a full game. That that feels like a good trade point. But like uh, you're charging me forty also, bucks um, for a game that came out heard, how long I, I ago heard now? Someone talking like, about the reason on, I think, because um, some people were like, on. You, on the Wii you could pay sixty and get all three Metroid Prime games, and then on the Wii U you could pay twenty. The reason I think the the whole reason I think, yep, they didn't do that this time. I I genuinely don't think it was just them being greedy, at least entirely. Oh, I think it's the fact that um, when they made the Prime trilogy. Uh, version of the Prime games, they reworked it for the Wii, and that, that version still worked on Wii U, which is why they could put it in there for twenty. But um, and even even though uh, um, controller versions of one and two exist, three was made for motion control, and they probably had no idea how to like because yes, obviously they there's motion control on the Switch, but there's not in handheld. You know what I mean? So they. There is, but do you want to be on a train mm-hmm. spinning around? Yeah, like, they Wait, they I, want to make it up. Yeah, no, there's, there is. There is. I no, I. Okay, I, I I'm just yeah. No, I I I think I think both things can be true. That Nintendo is a soulless mega corporation, and and also they'd be able to read the room that like if they could, they should have put this as a trilogy, but they probably figured like, um, it doesn't translate. I, I mean, but it's the point. My my thing, and I'm I'm not buying Prime Remastered because I have been waiting. What is it now? Six years for Prime Four. True. And, and they keep cock teasing us, for lack of a better term, and to see Metroid on a direct and to watch the first little bit, expecting them to like cut away to you know prime four okay. and then being like no 40 okay, bucks it looks 21 year old game GameCube game hand like, it over if you look insulting. at it next to if you look at it next to the original it, it looks way better yeah it looks yeah yeah it looks fantastic compared to a game from 20 years ago great no. i just don't care like I, I gotta agree with kevin dude i i am i uh, michael and i have had conversations off the show about Nintendo in the past and they have bludgeoned me to death with just apathy 
because it's either getting delayed and I understand COVID and all that stuff. And, but you we'll delay going, by the way. Uh, tears of the kingdom. Was it three or four times? Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, and you delay it and you delay it and you delay it. And then you show me a trailer and I'm not excited by it. And you say it's $70. You delay Metroid prime four to the point where I am like 80% convinced that game doesn't exist anymore. And then you show me Metroid prime remastered on a system that it's going to work on, I guess, but right. I could play Risky it prediction. on my GameCube. I think I, think I still the have the disc dropped Prime Because uh, obviously Prime Remastered yeah. has been ready for like three fucking years. Um, I think the fact that it just dropped means we're a year out from uh, Prime yeah. 4. Mm-hmm. What? What was the Delayed other one? Again. You know what's really funny? Tristan said the exact I'm same smart. thing no, when Dread I don't know. came out. Uh, I no because I I think I I didn't think that with Dread because <laughs> I I knew that they the reason I didn't think that with Dread is because Prime had leaked and I was so confident it was real that I was like uh I'll know when they drop Prime because they're clearly going to do that and so now that they've dropped Prime I think we're a year away from four maybe two. I think the fact that we haven't heard Prime anything 4 about 4 would probably be while, the Switch's last big game. I think it's funny that we talked about GameCube ports. I think we're going to get so fucking many. I think that's and I'm okay with that. I think like you know that that era of the 3DS when the Switch came out that was like uh, a lot of it was like they they put fucking epic yarn on the 3DS for no reason and like uh the original Luigi's Mansion. That bothered me back then, yeah. but uh if they if they did the same kind of tactic yeah. now where like People are saying, oh, they're going to do Kid Icarus Uprising on Switch, or they're going to do F-Zero GX from GameCube on Switch. I'm going to eat that shit up anyway, because I do want to play those games. I I wonder, and this is not a prediction, but I'm genuinely curious if what? the Switch no 2, games? or whatever they're going to call it, is going to suffer from the same <laughs> thing the Wii U suffered from. Uh, I feel... No, no, oh, no. You, well, do you mean? Are, yes, are you are you talking about I, I like think, the, the fact? Well, like, we had the opposite issue. Right, too many bad such a wild success. It gets too like, like they get too full of it and then they fuck it up. Oh, a wild success that was super popular with Nintendo fans and a lot of people bought it because it's cool and it does what it advertises. But I wonder if they're going to keep the general audience. Like, because I don't think the general audience is playing a lot of um, some of the games that are coming out. I don't think, like, Prime 4 would be great for a general audience. I think that's a very diehard game. And I wonder if they're satisfied enough to buy the next console. I haven't told you my theory on what's going to happen. Like, what the next generation of Nintendo console, parentheses S, close parentheses, is going to be. This is such a batshit wild out there theory. But uh, I've been putting this together. As like, if I were the guy, the brain at Nintendo, this is what I would do, right? No, I mean, okay, let's listen to it. So, first of all, (laughs) what I would be doing in terms of the technology, other than um, making a more powerful system, which honestly, at this point, it's been so long since the Switch came out that I feel like it, 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 it wouldn't be hard to figure out how to make a Switch more powerful, you know what I mean? It's our new system, the size of the Switch more powerful because the steam deck yeah there you go so um steam deck uh, (laughs) this is what i think this is what i think was what i would do if i were mr nintendo himself um (laughs) 
I would be spending this whole generation perfecting and advancing streaming technology. Wait, stay with me till it's fucking seamless. And the reason I do that is because the next system that I would do as Nintendo is a dockless switch. You like you remember the Fire Stick where you would plug a USB into your computer into your TV? I would do that, right? So here's here's the way I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. There's the there's yeah. the stick itself that you plug in. If you buy that on its own with with a controller, uh, you get Roku for Nintendo. Meaning, like the the services we talked about, where you get like NES, N64, you get that, right? If you buy the handheld, you can stream it to your TV flawlessly because in this world that we've been spending this time perfecting streaming technology. Um, and then that frees up the second screen so it could, if it really felt like it, be a second Wii U again for stuff like maps. Wait, wait, wait. That's not... No, no, no. Okay, you want to describe the oh, yeah. So it's already... Yeah. You can you also, So if people don't actually like the system, they'll still buy the thing for the retro gaming. Uh, if they buy the system, they can then stream it to the TV using that. But mm-hmm. then Nintendo, if they really wanted to get into VR, which I think they should because I'd be really curious to what Nintendo would do with VR... Um, it could then connect to the same thing. Star Fox VR, please. And you could play. You you could have uh connectivity and like yeah interconnectivity between people playing on this VR system and a regular system, and they're both streaming it to the TV. Okay, the issue with streaming game platforms in the past is the market no, no, no. of people okay, so who want your system I'm not and talking have about good enough internet to stream internet. I'm talking about you have a cartridge in your, in your 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 handheld system and it streams from the console to your TV. That way you don't have to have it a dock. It streams from the, the console to the little stick. Oh. Yeah, so here's the issue with that. Because uh, no company is, yeah. I think, for a very I'm long saying time going to be able to in, in the this. world where it's I'm making this system, your, that would have been the thing I started working on the second Switch came out, was like figuring that out over the course of seven years. I could see them doing something very similar to what the Steam Deck did, where it came out and it's just the Steam Deck and they're like, dock coming soon, TM. <clears throat> so you could just release the console as a handheld thing because let's be realistic, uh, the docked switch sucks. Like, like it's terrible. It's thirty frames on a big screen. It, it it's not good to look at. But the handheld switch is great. You know the smaller screen, all that stuff. So you could theoretically just release the switch two that looks almost identical, and I think people would still buy it. And then, like two three years later, be like, hey, by the way, here's a yeah a I... way to play it on your TV. Just please give me 60 frames per second. I don't need it to be hyper-realistic. Just 60 frames. I'm going to keep it real with you. I don't play my uh, Switch when it's not docked like at all. I, o- I only play it docked like ever. I can't well, look at it. I can't yeah, look at a large I, they're, screen they're, at 30 they're, frames not per all second. Games are like, it actually gives me a headache. I, I'd prefer to play it docked. I think I, I'd, yeah. I'd prefer to play games like that. No, no like, but Splatoon you played 60, Scarlet Violet. Yeah, I don't want to hear shit. So, most of the time. <laughs> uh, Kevin, I guess you did too, but Kevin's the one that's like, I can't look at 30 frames. Who? It's like, you played 10. Me. You played 10 frames per second. No, bro. <laughs> Not true. You, oh, you yeah. got you there, wait, Kevin. Wait. I'm sorry. No, no, you're right. And I can say I played it twice. I played it legally on my Switch, and then I played it legally on an emulator because I ripped my own copy. Yeah, but my point is, is it clearly didn't yeah. bother you enough to yeah, not play it. 
Yeah, um, it's but <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I Michael, he did. I bitched. Uh, we all, I, I can't. I haven't even. I played it like an hour of he it, did. and I'm like, I need a patch. I'm sorry, <laughs> bro. Scarlet and Violet has me so worried about oh, yeah. Tears of the Kingdom because I just remember that forest from Breath of the Wild, and I'm like, please no. If they do that I to think, Zelda, like I'm actually I just think selling. If it was my in Switch, any danger of, of running as shit as Scarlet and Violet, um, it it wouldn't be coming out on the system because uh, even though like you can say Breath of the Wild was like a mega hit, Zelda isn't itself always the mega hit, and I I think there's a in the world we live in, Pokemon comes out and it no, sucks yeah. and everyone buys it anyway. That's not true for Tears of the Kingdom. <clears throat> yep. I think it will be true specifically for Tears of right, the Kingdom but I, because I could, Breath of the Wild was I a mega hit. Like, people want to see the continuation of that story. However, if if Tears of the yeah, if te- if Tears of the Kingdom comes out, people and will it be sending like it back. Ass, they wouldn't have done with the Do you know how game. much shit Nintendo's gonna get for that? You they yeah. did it for they did it for Pokemon. Well, I can't you can't even get yeah. refunds on the Switch, right? Oh, really? Yeah, it, it, oh, it was that you. bad. Well, I mean, it was awful. I, I mean, Scarlet yeah. and Violet is coming but in it was at like so fucking bottom fun. five. Like games the little bit I played fun. was so fun that I was like, man, if this was sixty frames, this would be the greatest shit I'd ever played. Yeah, dude, I prefer. I mean, I still. Life, so, I mean. I wow, still high like, bar, Stephen. High bar. I, I preferred like over a lot of games I played, but I played High on Life at the same time. Like, so I, I was ready to, I was ready to yes. believe that this game was gonna fucking suck in every. Yeah, capacity, that's been my thing, and it did in the frame rate, and the popping was not fun. But the game that is underneath that dog shit was awesome. I see. I, I, I wasn't huge on the the loop of this game. Like it's just again, it's a Pokemon thing. A lot of the decisions they make just make you go, but why? Like, but there was, and I said the same thing about Sword and Shield. There was a good There's idea here, a funny, and you executed it poorly. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Yes, I agree. You guys always ever so, do that thing where like you're thinking about what will this game look like next, and you kind of have like a what? You, you come up with the concept yourself. There was a period where I was trying to think of like what Pokemon would look like next, and yeah. for some, I, I was like. At the time, I think Stranger Things was big, so I was like, they're going to try to make it, like, uh, they're going to Americanize it in the sense that it's, like, that kind of suburbia with that kind of charm to it. Uh, with, like, like the Pokemon would still be stylized, but it would be like that. I, where I'm going with this, though, is that in my head, trying to envision this, I would always picture a Pokemon Center gas station, and it's exactly what the fucking Pokemon Center looked like in Scarlet and Violet. And I was like, how, did, how is that the one thing that came, that was right about that, that visualization was the gas station. <laughs> I love stuff Because like that's that. what it is, right? Like, that's what it fucking looks like. <laughs> the gas station Pokemon Center. I'm not sure, but it looks yeah. like a gas station. Yeah, I think yeah. it's supposed to be a gas station. I don't know. Like, uh, I... Didn't get that I might far. be in the minority here, but the Team Star stuff was long, tedious, and the the raids were. Sir, yes, sir. No team. Spit your no shit, team Kevin. Worked, I, I, think, I hate uh, Team Star so Flair. goddamn much. You do not understand. And even Flare didn't work as well as uh, was it Plasma? Yeah, uh, like, yeah. 
nothing's worked as well as plasma outside of um like team yeah. galactic and team Flair, plasma no, are like bad S plus, team with an and everyone else is kind of and a, like d and an interesting story that's how i'd say it at least they were crazy and evil like i'm not asking for uh for yeah. you know trying to uh, I mean, evaporate Flair, the world's thing oceans again. Really, but like, it was make really them, just they were like, what if, what if, uh, what if plasma was gay? That was really like really stupid. like the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but uh, I'm not gonna lie I though. I like I am. I like Pokemon X and Y. Despite all of its flaws, it's one of my favorite. That is games. really the most queer code. I love Kalos as a region. The whole game and <laughs> and it's France. It's France. <laughs> no, and you're the right. There were so many rainbows and stuff. It was and awesome. Like... Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, um... me too. <laughs> uh, I, uh, you know what I mean. But like, <laughs> you, 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 then you go to um, Team Skull, which is that annoying the... people on the internet love. And yes, if you're listening, I'm talking oh. to you. Um, uh. uh... No, okay. no, anyway. Uh, no, that's just a general, I'm calling, calling you out. Team, team Skull uh, suck. Hey, what was I going to say? That's, that's uh, Alolo, right? No. On the moon? Okay. Continue. Yeah. I'm tired. This has been a thing for a very long time, but I'm really tired of making every villain, like, likable in some way. Let me fight, you know, Hitler in the Pokemon universe. Let me hate the guy. Let me want to beat him and not like try to make me feel bad when I throwing hands with Hitler and <laughs> I, yeah, man. You have a was team of like dummy tensor wheezing and stuff. You know, well, Persona Two, I way, think the, way, the main villain, I think is uh, Hitler. Sun and Moon but they had to change it for the American release. So fucking funny because this just the 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 balls of them introducing this game and being like, yeah. what if there was a Pokemon game? with no gyms and nothing that you remember from Pokemon. And then the game came out and they were like, okay, that didn't work anyway. <laughs> like, it's just so clearly every, everything about that aspect of the game sucked. <laughs> All right, we're going to release. <laughs> Bro, I hated Sun and Moon. When I, like, I Sun and Moon was the last Pokemon game I bought for myself. My grandmother uh, knows I like Pokemon and ends up buying me it for Christmas because it soft. usually comes out around Christmas. <laughs> And it's very sweet, and I don't have the, the heart to tell her that Pokemon yeah, is awful. Make her feel important. Like, yeah, please, please stop. I don't want to have to play these anymore. Yeah, and, and it's honestly, it's fine. I don't, like, I'll play them, and I'll complain to Michael on Facebook. But Sun and Moon was so bad. And Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out, and people were like, it's good. I was like, it's the same game, but they added Pokemon back yeah. to it. Did like, it have what, gyms? Why does this what first one exist at all? I didn't play it. I I just hated the first hate one so much character. that I was like, what are they yeah. going to do? I think it did. I'm, I'm actually curious. Okay. <laughs> now it, one gym opened in something. I don't know. I didn't play Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. It's... I haven't, I, I, I haven't played any of the Pokemon games up until the, these Switch ones. Um, I'm really disappointed in... Scarlet and Violet, though, <laughs> I think the best thing to come out of it is Nomona, and even then, she's kind of she's she's not mid; she's a bit higher than mid, but even then, I, I think I, she's I booned by the fact that the last uh, four also, rivals have the weird thing been about, baby uh, back bitches. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I, who's I? 
No, I was yeah. gonna say I was gonna ask who's the rivals and who's the rival in RCS, but I forgot it's uh it's the yeah. one chick, but she's she's not really I don't she's like a partner more than a rival. Yeah. I guess your rival would be um Yeah the traveling merchant whose name I forget. Oh, the, it, I was the gonna one say, who, whose like, uh, true um, intentions were spoiled for with me. With Scarlet and, and Violet, yes. that Game Freak yeah. hates its own art style. That was the weirdest part to me. It was like everything ugly about it was like a rejection yes. of the Pokemon art style. Yeah. And they did it poorly. Like I, I feel like had they put a little bit more effort into making the art look good, that game could have looked ten times better than it did. But outside of the pop in and stuff, I found pretty there are much also every like Pokemon in that region of the map bad incredibly empty and, and boring in drawings. But like you can see people drawing them without embellishing anything, and it looks better. It's like, did you guys just forget how to present Pokemon? I I miss I miss being introduced to yes, Pokemon via Korokoro leaks because they the look st- fucking awesome every time. But now I get introduced to them as yeah, like right. these ugly fucking 3D models and they're, they were way easier to swallow when I could see what they were supposed to be first. Mm, oh, God, you heard so, it here first, folks. Yeah, no. Oh, the manga art style they used to use in the Korokoro leaks were so, so sick. And I also got the Lady like, Gaga I loved chicken. the idea of the past and future Pokemon, but I think a lot of them looked like shit. That's my hot take. My, my my thing with the past and the future Pokemon, and this pissed me off from the minute I realized it was happening, oh. is you can't use them until the non-existent post-game. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what was the point? What You introduce all of these cool forms, and they do this constantly, and it pisses me off every time. And, and I'm like, oh, cool, a Larvitar. I'll catch that, and I'll turn it into whatever they call it. And then I realized, because I had to Google it, and I was like, oh. Oh, I have to catch that, and it's not available yeah. until the post game. Cool. The one time I was okay with Maybe. that was when they made every non Gen Five Pokemon <laughs> that in a I feel like we Gen Five. Oh. That was fun. Because uh, then I didn't have. Because then I could just not use Gen Five Pokemon. Uh, I mean, Gen One or yeah, like, you could use the in 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 uh in black and white. You could only use that Gen's Pokemon, and I liked that. You can use them for the raids, I guess. But um, man, I see people doing these raids, and I why? Is it, is I, like giant I've done Pokemon I've again? done a few of these raids with. Yeah, a, I I, a I hated that in Sword and Shield, but apparently get. I'm. Yep. I'm a... Yeah, but the fights, they're awful. Oh my god, there's so much lag when it comes to these fights. And like yeah. people are, some people are brain dead and don't understand like type advantages and things like that. Or they don't understand that when a Pokemon Terrastal is a big crystal also, Pokemon, um, uh, that they change types, it, so they'll bring this the wrong uh, Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much of what they refuse to change about Pokemon, at least in mainland games, like Arceus was awesome this way, but uh, they're afraid of losing the competitive game, right? VGC. But I've never had less friends do online yeah, battles which, in, my which doesn't make like, in the history of Pokemon than now. Like X and Y, we were playing it constantly online i've not i don't know anyone who's ever done an online battle in scarlet and violet yeah it's honest to god it's because i think the new pokemon games they always introduce so much stuff that makes competitive less fun like 
do we need a Toxapex every generation? I also think like if you if you really need um, it, TV uh, VGC like to keep existing, and it's damaging the games at this point, just make a live service Pokemon game that is the VGC. And uh, this is I I've said this before, but like just it, make just that let, Pokemon. They, they do home. a decent enough job. Pokemon Home is the battle app. Yeah. And then leave the fucking games like you put it to on be phones. Good. You'd make millions. Like, yeah. like t- take away the extra shit that you like have in the games. Like the whole fucking terrestrialization. I think I think that's fuck I think it's stupid. Like, uh, leave I that out we're of kind of doing competitive stuff. Megas they got people so bad every time that they became noticeable because before, like, right before Megas, it was triple uh, rotation battles, right? And then before rotation battles, it was what pageants? Yes, double. I think it was triple rotation. Yeah, double. And then before that, it was nothing. I think oh, it was just people like doubles. Well, what was the doubles best actually like the it? most? None of them. Yeah. They're all awful. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I doubles, no, doubles is good. You're right. Yeah, I hear people say like, good things about yeah. like, like mega evolution. Mega totally evolution. Allowed but I think really I think that's dumb. just the designs. Um, so I, I was thinking maybe, maybe that was good. And it wasn't like, and you didn't feel yeah, like the game it was ruined awesome. by them, even if the, even if it was a little bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, the game that was ruined by Mega Evolutions was Ores. And I, I firmly despise those games because Emerald is my favorite game ever and playing through Omega Ruby made me want to rip my hair out. Gotcha. But although other thing I wanted to bring up about Scarlet and Violet specifically, and actually, nah, it's also uh, a Sword and Shield issue. Um, please make Elite Fours cool again. I am so tired of this four battles in the same room bullshit they keep pulling. Oh, you mean like how this one was, where it's just like, oh, you do a fucking, you do an application, and you're like, okay, well, it's time for the battles in this one room, huh? Nintendo, and this is my honest to god belief. Find the person who suggested a um a, a work application right before the Elite Four and fire him into the sun. Whoever suggested well, that, die. <laughs> you 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 battle the main chick on the roof, isn't that good enough? No, <laughs> bro, you fight She's not even the. She, you, I don't even, I don't consider her like the final fight even because kind of, they they say like Nomona has beaten her. So then you fight Nomona later on and it's just like. Yeah, they do spend a weird amount of time in the game I'm telling so you that she kind of sucks. I have no sucks. idea what's happening like, right now. Yeah. Like she loses a lot, you know. No, but my. Th- it's okay. It's okay. Uh, don't beat it. It's bad. Um, Just watch the last half hour on YouTube and you'll get a much better experience than we got. Um. My issue with it is that even in this game where it's not supposed to be the final boss, you still have to complete everything else before going to the Elite Four to fight two new trainers who you've met, a gym leader again, because they keep pulling that crap, and uh, what was the fourth guy? Oh, the fourth guy was just some random dude. Yeah, Larry. Larry, yeah. No, no, Larry's the gym leader. Oh yeah, okay. No, no. The, the random dude is, I think, a teacher. Oh, okay, cool. I never went back to the school after uh, yeah, leaving. Yes, no, no. I agree. You... No, no. It's okay. <laughs> Only reason why I knew because I think I saw a video on it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do. Okay, so I, the one thing I do think the final fight with because I, I played Violet, so I don't know what happened yeah. in Scarlet. I played the with final Violet. fight with the professor. 
I think is is kind of cool up it's until the, awesome. the whole up until the power of friendship half of it. Though I'm fine. It's Pokemon, man. It's gonna be stupid and stuff like that. That's fine. That whole end scene, the ending of the game of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, is the best in the franchise. It's so good because it has yeah. actual writing and plot and a cool set piece, and then nothing. Yeah, yeah. The game just ends. <laughs> as as much as I hate the whole concept of Professor Toro, whatever being, I'm a little, uh, I'm a, I'm a little tuned down. Okay, you, you, you care at all, Michael? Sex, if I spoil like the whole, <laughs> oh, well, the, the, whole twist, the whole twist with Toro at the end. I uh, the whole I thought that was kind of stupid, but I liked it. that that fight is kind of cool, especially the last Pokemon he pulls out outside of the the legendary. Yeah. Bro, like, my god! I also imagine imagine if those uh, future and past forms hadn't been leaked, and he just starts fucking chucking those things at you. That that, that, that would have been dope as shit. The, like, the oh, phase of podcasting, like, is my oh. favorite, which is where two people who aren't me get really interested in something, and the content starts to make itself. Yeah, that's the fucking zone. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I could rant about Scarlet and Violet and yeah, Sword and no, Shield I did for too. hours. And I did because I, just, I want to like sucked. it. I actually wouldn't. So, aren't we I supposed got to get so a February mad at Scarlet and Violet that I went back to Sword and Shield to play it a little bit more. <laughs> Not since I maybe it the game has been patched. I, I think know. it runs better now. But too uh, yeah, little, too I, late. I, if it has a patch, I'll try I'll it again. I'll boot that shit up right now. And fucking brew your own. Last time I played, it was fucking horrible. I, I, I'm never touching that game again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you played after the first um, patch I also, too, right? You you waited for that first I had other patch. Shit to play too. Like I I was playing that baseball game a little bit. I got um, Splatoon threes all the rave yeah. these days, and then I just I didn't think I was gonna like I. So whenever they add uh, a Dude, new retro I... system to Switch, I play it for a few seconds to be like, oh okay, that's cool that I can do that now, and then I don't. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I've been playing Minish Cap for like yeah. fucking hours. I did it all day yesterday. I just played Minish Cap. And I was like, why am I this into Minish well, Cap? Minish Cap's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't even get into, like, um, people say the other one's this better that I wasn't game. as into, which is uh, Link Between Worlds. I didn't get into Link Between Worlds as much as I did Minish Cap. Yeah. Uh, well, mm. you don't like Link Between Worlds? Man, you keep finding games I like that the art I'm style. weirdly against. <laughs> no, I did not. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I thought the art style was fine. I didn't like the mechanic where you rented um, items. The stu- You literally, like, Nintendo loves taking the base of their franchises and being like, but what if you didn't? Like, you go to these dungeons and they're like, oh, by the way, you need the wind boomerang. Fly back to your house. Yeah. Get it. And then like come back. Funny guy. Why? That was. I, I like that they, for some reason, just put Nabbit in a DS too. Zelda game. Um. Man, but there was yeah, there was for fun so much in that direct that was like so weirdly ge- geared towards me that like there was a point where I thought Mario was going to come out of my phone and just kiss me on the mouth tenderly. But, but the thing is, like, I'm always <laughs> I saying think there's I something want geared towards Dreamcast everyone. era like, or that era of Sega stuff, and then they revealed Samba de Amigo. I was like, okay, shit, and then um. What were the other things? 
I'm always, I'm always like, man, I wish Birdo was in Mario Kart, and they fucking put Birdo in Mario Kart after not putting any characters in the DLC. They're just like, here's Birdo for some reason. I was like, what the fuck? And then the one obscure Japanese baseball game that I really wanted to get localized just happened to get not only localized, but it cost a dollar. It was really like weirdly, what? Yeah. That's right in his price yeah. range. That's, I can. I said it's yeah, right it's in your rude. price I range. Advi- I put you on my show, but you know whatever. Rude. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is in my price range <laughs> right now. I, 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 it's the only reason I haven't gotten fucking engaged, which I really want to get. Oh, that was the other thing. Was like, uh, even though I don't own Engage, like I knew that they had brought old characters back for it, and I was like, fuck, I love Hector. Like, I wish they would bring Hector back. And then they announced Hector was back, and I was. <laughs> Oh, I comp- I completely forgot. I uh, I have engaged. I've been playing it. Um, quality wise, I think there's like a lot more. It just looks better than the other one, Three Houses. But I think story wise, Three weebish? Houses so far is because that's what stronger. I really looking for. Oh, yeah. No, but if you play like if you play the like Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem, it, it Bro, was not like Fire that. Emblem. Really. Man, Fire that's Emblem, not. No, and it wasn't popular. It really got popular when they added the weeb stuff. Yeah. Um, I think I every time I boot up this one, like I'll, I'll have fun for like thirty or so minutes, and then I'm just like, I don't want to play this anymore. Um, three houses, I could play for like two, three hours straight and be completely fine, happy. You're gonna say XCOM, man? You so want I, a non weeb? Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I want a little bit. Yeah, like, I actually, like I was gonna say that it's anime Sun, medieval too. shit, but it got it got like less medieval and more like. Man, I want to fuck my sister. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're gonna say no. I don't. I've never wanted to fuck yeah. my sister. Well, no, well, I don't. This one, this one, this one, I don't think has the whole. Uh-huh. <laughs> this one doesn't have that. At least, it doesn't seem like it does. For I mean, they now. just brought they it's brought like back that. the the fuckable sister. At least from where I, DLC, where I am, so, so you know, it might change. They're trying to test the waters again to see. Well, that's the DLC, which the, how, you know, I know that people are. Copy does not have. God, it was like they like, yeah, no, uh, they like fucking awakening just like was Justin just Roiland, and we're full play, circle. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like it was like, uh, like if you just like, I would play on the train and have headphones in, but then I'd like get to the the S rank relationship and like. You hear the uh, from the from my DS, and I look around, and make sure no one was looking at me. Like it was, it was getting there, and then fucking uh, fates came out, and they were like, "Okay, well, what if you could fuck your family?" And then everyone was like, "What?" And they're like, "Okay, yeah, we took that a little too far." And then they went back to like just a little creepy with three, with three houses. <laughs> Who? How's the Colgate MC? Oh. I really want to know. I don't play Fire Emblem, but she looks hilarious to me. The Colgate the MC from Engage. I mean, they talk, so it, oh, at least nice. they have a, they have a personality. No, I love it. It's awesome. It's so ridiculous. I, th- I think it's fine. They they have a personality. It was somewhat of a personality. So I mean, that, that, that's good. They're like Byleth, who just said like, "I'm here. Let's get to it." Okay. Where's my sister? I wish, um, yeah. like, <laughs> where's my mother so, sister dragon thing? If, like, come on, dude. You guys <laughs> haven't played a pre Awakening Fire Emblem, right? So, the way it used to be was that you would name your tactician and they would yep. have no bearing on the no. story. It would just be that 
like they were technically there and when cameras were looking at the screen when ca- when cameras when characters were looking at the screen and talking the implication was they were talking to you who was that tactician that you named right but you had no real influence on the story then awakening came out and they were like well what if mm-hmm. the what if the tactician was a character and they had a relationship with the with, with like the the marth type character which was Krom. and that was cool and then Fates came out and they were like, well, what if it was just one character? Like the, the leader is also the tactician, which is the character created guy. And it's like, okay, that'll be cool once. But then it's just, they, they haven't stopped doing that. And now I'm kind of like, can we go? Like, I want to see if they could do Robin again. Like a, just a character, like a, a tactician who is not the lead, who is still in the game. As a Smash fan, uh, I know all of the Fire Emblem characters <laughs> as Marth. like Marth, Girl Marth, Fire Marth, White Marth, and I. But Robin, but Robin always sticks out because she's very Marth. unique. Big Marth, Feet Marth. Small Marth. There's also there's Feet yeah, Marth. Yeah, like Big Marth. Crom <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is just that's right, Marth again. What are you like, doing? Uh, we're a little over time, uh, but we're back, baby. Um, Steven, yeah, we're an hour and fifteen minutes. Uh, Plant Shuck Puck, um, yeah, yeah. It is, it's still going on. Uh, they just did a whole Justin Rowan yeah, episode, um, so I think that's what it was about anyway. So go listen to that, uh, guys. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of It's the Kid Michael Show. As always, I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined by my co host, uh, Kevin Anderson, and um, also Steven. This episode, uh, you can follow the, the show on Instagram at It's Kid Michael and on Twitter. It's Kid Michael. The, the theme song was written and performed by Matthew Rosenthal. This episode was edited by